Hallelujah. Glory to God. Unto you, O Lord, we have assembled today. It is time to speak to us, Lord. And it is time to give us understanding. So I receive utterance from you, and your people receive understanding from you. Let all the glory be yours. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please put your hands together unto Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, we've been talking about the Word of God for a period now. And this morning, I'd like to add a little to usher you into the next month. The next month, we'll still be looking at God's Word. But in the month of November, we shall fast. Amen. Amen. If you have not put any program there, don't put any. Don't. Because that fasting is not friendly. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It is not enough to read God's word. Okay. Okay. There's something beyond it. You must go beyond that point. If you don't go beyond that point, you miss out of the glories of God that you find in this world. I will just read a few scriptures, then I go to the main thing. Hebrews 11 and verse 6. He said, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. What I have over here is, uh, and without faith, living within us, it will be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith knowing that he is real and that he rewards the faith of those who passionately seek him. By the grace of God, I know that we'll have the opportunity to pick on some areas about faith later. But I am troubled about the way believers present faith. Walking in faith is not a spectacular achievement. Walking in faith is not a spectacular achievement. 
It, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything because it is your normal way of living. And faith is not somewhere that we go to pick. Sometimes we make faith look like some prestigious thing if, if, if you don't have it. By our definitions of what faith is, you are finished. God will never ask you to do what you cannot do. So when he says live by faith, it means that it is the cheapest thing. I've taken my time to go through so many teachings that people have done on the issue of faith. Sometimes they make it very difficult for people to walk in faith. There is no judgment around faith that if you don't walk in faith, then God is angry with you. The man who is called the father of faith went through the school of faith and he got to the point that he got to. Abraham. God took him through a process to get him to understand what faith is. He showed him pictures. At one point, he said, Your descendants, your children, shall be like the sand. And in chapter 15, he showed him again of Genesis. He told him, He said, He said, If you can count the stars, so shall your descendants be. Every man walking in the daytime, no, 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 either looks down or looks up. Even when you say you are looking straight, it depends on where you are standing. You may be looking down or looking up. You have two dispensations in the day, the night and the daytime. In the day, you see sand that you cannot count. In the night, you see stars that you cannot count. God said, your descendants shall be like the sand in number. And then in the night he took him out. And he said, Look up there and begin to count these stars. And I have a very simple picture of Abraham trying to count the stars. With that which God had told him. 
And, and as he was counting, and kept on counting, and kept on counting, he began to count children of different sizes and different ages and began to tell some of them, keep quiet. Keep quiet. God is here in the meeting, so keep quiet. And as he was counting, he, was, he, he began to have a picture of his children. Whatever you are not able to do now doesn't mean you are late. For God is never late. You've got to develop an interest in getting what you want to get. Begin to see what you want to see. So Abraham began to see children as he walked in the day, and he continued seeing children in the night also, so the children could not stop but coming. He became rejuvenated. The, 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 the desire to have what belonged to him became so strong that he became youthful and ready to give birth. And God called his name, changed it from Abraham to Abraham. 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 To Abraham. He added his name to his name and changed the thinking of Abraham. He did not see Abraham, the prince. He was now seeing Abraham, the father of nations. And he saw it very possible because God's name was in that name. God is Yahweh. Praise God. So that A-M that came into that A-H, the H-A-M, came from God's own name. Yeah. Yeah. The Rastafarians call him Jah. I think it's in the Bible too. Now, Sarah was very old. Sarah, when you. <laughs> and God changed her name. And made it Sarah. Yahweh the inside. And as they began to call themselves with understanding of the new name, something began to happen. Instead of looking at your brother and saying, you don't have faith. If you tell someone you don't have faith, you make the person worthless and useless. Inject faith in that person. Stop all this, all this, uh, all this thing that we do as if... Uh, we, we have special keys to keys to to faith. And then when somebody, somebody is acting, you don't have faith. You don't have faith. Okay, it's true. How would the person have faith? If you don't introduce the person to the, the process of developing faith. Listen to me, friends. Faith is nobody's, nobody's monopolized system. It's not for anybody. It is for all of us. The, the just, the just shall live by what? Faith. If God knows we cannot live by faith, 
and he said they just shall live by faith, then God is saying die. That's the meaning. Tell yourself, I have the capacity to walk by faith and walk in faith. I have the capacity. I'm programmed by God to walk my faith. It's not your pastors that must walk by faith. It is you, a Christian. Hallelujah. What do you see? If you can see, you can take it. Do you know why all of you who are here today sitting down on those seats? I don't think there's any of you that found out if this the seat you are sitting on could carry you. I'm one of the very few people who examine seats before I sit down. I need to be sure that the seat can carry me. I do. To avoid any catastrophe. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about? Mm. But I see, generally, we have a mental ascent that that, faith, that thing is strong enough. There's a metal to it, and there's this thing on it that I can sit comfortably. There's no problem. Mm. So, so you, you run from the back there, you get the. <laughs> When faith sits on a seat, I'm talking about my daughter Faith. When she sits on a seat, the seat begins to clap for her. You know why? In spite of her weight, she sits on the seat with abandon. Anyway, that is how that is how we are. But you are sitting there. You, you, you see, you see, you see, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, she is sitting there with double, and then she is leaning again, and she's not afraid. Why? She has seen that the chair has that ability. Look, why can't you also see what God has said as it is as He said it, and that it will produce? You went to buy a kettle. Glass, glass kettle. And they told you that if you put water there and you connect it to source, it will boil the water without cracking. Okay. Okay. Empire. And and you believed it. So, so because they told you and you accepted what they said as true, you went home. Put the water inside the kettle and then you connected to source and pet the thing started jumping up and down and you were not afraid. 
difficult for us to believe God's word? Because our minds need to be reprogrammed. That God cannot lie. And God cannot fail. And God's word is powerful. And God's word works. No matter where you are, it works. I was having a chat with my, my friend, um, Pastor Excellence. Sends his greetings to everybody here for the warm reception that you gave him. He left on Friday. Now, we're having a chat. And I told him, I said, there's something I've been talking about over and over again. Our inability to conscientize ourselves that this is who we are. This is, this is who we are and what we are and, and, and what we are programmed to do. I have never seen an animal teaching the child how to behave like the animal. It is there. Amen. Amen. Yes, <laughs> And yet, the ending would be a snowy ania. Now, when you're in Chira, send your tear be our bay huge. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You said that. What's the name of our snowba? Elephant Pigeon. You know, they pray to grow big. No, it didn't inside body. But you just eat the kind of food that animals, I mean, elephants, they chop. Yeah. And if for any reason doesn't have accident and dies, it surely becomes what the mother and father are. It's inside. There is something inside you that you must work to bring out. Break the body and let that thing come out. You are a product of faith. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16 and 17. Please, can we have that one very fast? Did I say Romans chapter 8? What did I say? And so where is that it coming from? For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, number one. I am not ashamed 
of the gospel of Christ. We find it very difficult to identify with the gospel. I was witnessing to somebody yesterday. And I asked him when he was born. And he gave me the date. So I asked him, were you there? He said, my mother told me. I said, you believe your mother? He said, yes. Your mother. You believe your mother? And God told you that because of you, I sent my only begotten son to this earth to come and die. To die and, 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 and rise again. And I tell you, believe in him and you have salvation. You said, no, I don't understand. Your mother told you you were born on a particular day. Your mother is not even sure whether that day was Wednesday or Thursday. Because your, your mother has a capacity of having mental challenge over a period. I believe. Praise God. The chocolate that came in, you know, alone took her somewhere else. How can I prepare for this one? And this man may come with friends. And if she gave better at that time, will she even know the time? Frustration. Challenges of diving. No, no, what? Your husband just slapped you and then you, you, you went to labor. And then what you say, they say it is true. But what God has said, we say no. The guy has been in church for several years. Yeah. And it was yesterday that he got born again. I asked him a very simple question. In your church, I don't want to mention the name of the church. Because the kind of church I know, they'll be talking about salvation almost every time. Don't they talk about salvation? He said, yes, they do. So, where have you been? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I'm not ashamed to identify myself with this gospel. It shouldn't cross my mind that this word will fail. Paul said it is the power of God. Salvation. For everyone who believes, the Jew first, and also the Greek. Any Greek for everybody. So the word of God that somebody identified himself with and made his business to break through, that same word. 
is available to you and I. Also. I want us to become conscious of this great thing that God has done for us. Now verse 17 says, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. In what? In what? In the gospel, in the word. In the word of God, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Where does faith come from? Romans 10 and verse 17, where does faith come from? No word. And where, how does it come from the word? Hmm? Hear it. Interesting. This is basic um, discipleship class. Have you? <laughs> basic. Now that you are born again. The reason why you must not overlook your fundamentals is that if your foundation be poor, if it, if it is if it is weak, then you you don't have the chance of going any further. Faith is a product of the word of God. The King James puts the thing in a very fantastic way. You see, faith cometh by hearing. It cometh by hearing. And hearing. When the word speaks to you, faith is born. If you allow the world to speak to you, faith becomes a natural consequence. If the world can speak to you, does the word word speak? The word of God that cannot speak to you is not the one that you will believe. For whatever you see, you cannot doubt. Is that not what they say? Seeing is believing. Is that not what they say? And that's the way we have been treating God. If you can make me see this thing. God says, see me. Say no. I want to see that one you're talking about. That can be If I can see it, I will surely believe This word of God we are talking about may just become a load upon your heart. A load. If it does not speak I want you to enter the realm where God's word speaks to you on a daily basis. When we were growing up in the faith, we were involved in one nonsense. And many of you here, you went into that one. I have read one book in five days. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
I read 17 chapters. I read 20 chapters in a day. It is great. But it became a competition. That is the nonsense I'm talking about. It became a competition. And there was nothing coming forth from what we said we read. Pastor Isaiah Junior must have told you uh, when I saw him doing some manifestation at that age, that tender age, I had to take him to the roots of life. Four chapters a day. And those four chapters, it's not that you read and you are free to go. You read and you show to me that you have read. My uncle was not a believer when I lived with him. But there was something he did to me that helped me. In the morning when he would be leaving the house, he would pick a book from his library and throw it at me. Finish that before I come back. You are going to your office before you come back. Sometimes I will check 250 uh, pages. How will I read that one? He will come back after eating. We will sit down and be talking as if nothing has happened. Nah, then give me a summary of the book you read. So I have to learn how to be able to give a summary without being caught. I will not tell you. But you see, it helped me in my studies thereafter. I checked the book, I look at the blurb, the summary behind, at the back there. I, I look at that and I read it. And then I go to the um, forward and the rest of them. I go through those ones. And then I begin to pick chapters. When I pick the chapter, I sit down like this, and within a short time, I have gotten all that one in my head. I say from this statement, the next thing will be this. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? I have to develop my brain to be able to cope with what the man was doing. That was not fair at all. <laughs> you see, but, but it helped me. So reading about 10 chapters a day is a good thing. It is good to read through the whole Bible, but that's not the end of it. As you are going along, take note of certain things you have to come and sit down on. Sit down on. Sit down on. On. Don't read Bible as if you are reading newspaper. Let me say this one to you, listen, friends. Before you read any book on any particular subject in the Bible, read what the Bible is saying first. And then you can read any book. 
And when you are reading the book, if the man is talking nonsense, you know it is nonsense. Yeah. Huh. Well, that is that is it. Don't talk too much. I'm taking you to Mary's office. Let's check a little bit of her documents. And have an idea of how that woman walked in faith. There was a question that was asked in Psalm 119. How can a young man finish it for me? How can a young man cleanse what? His ways. How? Taking heed what? Your word. Taking heed. No reading. Beyond reading, there should be a taking heed. What do you ask me? 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 You cannot do what God has said. Until the, what you have read it, I mean read, travels from the realm of knowledge. Into realms of spirit. God told Joshua, this book of the law must not depart from where? Your mouth. But what will you do? You will meditate. Ah, you meditate on it day and what night, so you'll be able to observe to do meditate, meditate, meditate. Squeeze out what is inside the words. Squeeze it out. Squeeze out what is inside the words. I speak to you. Your spirit. And they are alive, John 6 and verse 63. Spirit and life. Until the spirit and the life in a particular word enters into your spirit, you cannot do it. Where are we going? Not very far. Not very far. We'll get there very soon. Praise God. Now, Mary was the mother of Jesus Christ. Now, Mary, uh, Mary, let's go to Cana, Cana, Cana of Galilee. One time when Mary was there, I will just tell you the little story and I sit down. Because I was there. Did you hear what I said? I was there at the feast. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to agree with me. But I was there. The reason why the word of God is so strange to you is that the words happened 2,000 years ago and you just came in. It happened in the, it was said in Palestine and you, you are here. Now, Ghana is not mentioned there. So it looks very strange. Just like many of you, Holy Ghost sits somewhere and then you go to meet him. 
Zesenia, who go to Nabebe in a walk up or tomb. Come, Holy Spirit, I need you. Come from where? Where must he come from? Come, sweet spirit, I pray. Come, in your strength and your power. Come, in your what? Oh, she baby, no friend. You know one song they sing. Everybody, one ma, you. Amaya, bro. Eh, eh, eh. Me You You know, one day we'll just be cracking jokes like this. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I'm not condemning the song. I'm only talking about what is inside. What's the rationale behind it? The Holy Ghost should come. Don't be offended, please. One day somebody prayed in a little prayer in the morning. He said, uh, Let's pray and invite the Holy Ghost here. Let's invite the Holy Ghost to come into the service. And it was heavy prayer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Please don't misunderstand me. Before you got there, he was there. Where two or three are gathered in his name, he is there. And you carry in you the Holy Ghost. So if all of us are on fire from our various homes, we'll bring the fire here. And submit to him. We can ask him, take charge, take charge of this meeting, take charge. It's one of my prayers, you see. Hey, Glory to God. Are you there now? Yeah. Let's read it together. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Do, do you like that expression? And the mother of Jesus was what? There. It's not accidental. Now, both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. Why didn't Jesus go with the mother? He was not doing motherhood. He was doing ministry. In fact, at a point, he asked them to go ahead. And even said he may not be there. You see, when you walk with God, you are not your own. Sometimes be very careful the way you talk about men of God. He said he will not come. And we went there and he was there. Which one is your own? 
The man said he will not go. And his master says, Move. Have you not seen that thing before? Now, look at this woman. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Now, take note of the substance. They have no wine. Now, you see, the others were going to the MC. The wine is finished. They were going to the celebrant. The wine is finished. She went to Jesus. They have no wine. Look at his reaction. Jesus said to a woman, <laughs> What does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. I'm talking about the nobility of faith. The what? Nobility of faith. That is what I'm talking about. The nobility of faith. Woman, what, what is, what's your problem? Why must you come to me? <laughs> My hour has not yet come. Now go to the next verse. His mother said to the servants, not to him. Faith does not argue. The man said, my hour has not yet come. He said, that's your own. She went to the servant and told them, whatever he says to you, do it. People don't talk like that. This man said his hour had not come. You didn't even ask him when the hour will be. And now you are telling people whatever he said, do it. What about if he refuse to talk? What did she know about this man? That made her so bold. In spite of what he has said before. To direct the servants to him. Whatever he says, do, do it. Because the woman knew that the things that Jesus would say may not be logical. Faith is not logic. Faith is not logic. Hey, I have Praise God. It has nothing to do with the operations of the mind. From this point, go to that point. No. Faith looks at the end. Not the beginning. And not the process. The woman went to Jesus because she knew who Jesus was. Do we know him? Do we know who Jesus is? 
She has so much confidence in Jesus. So much confidence. So much confidence. So, Senka Mary, so we are Santinia. Anna, Jesus, if I could be a cat, Jesus, I am a And Sana San, Obagasa, eh, Cobra, Mikasemba, and Waba, almost Sansa, or Mungo Tobi. And Confirm Gasabia, Maria, Okoyas, and Yah. You're bombing, Yabagasa, Uban wanted to me. <laughs> when you see the woman behaving like that, it's not because of anything. No, they are trying to protect their children. Yeah. You want to go and play football? Say, don't go. You you break your leg. Yes, but somebody's children are playing it now. <laughs> she knew her child. She had taken her time to understand this mystery. Because that boy was a mystery. She had taken the time to understand this mystery. To make that mystery available to others. Whatever, forget about what he said. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. That's your own. And, and, and indeed, if the woman had not said so, what this man said, they would have rejected that one. What kind of nonsense is this? You want us to lose our jobs? Empty cans, fill them with water. What? 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 What is it? Now say they don't produce wine in a place like this. <laughs> so they went ahead and did it. And and he now told one of them, take your cup, pick water from this this water, pick it, and go and give it to the MC. The man is looking for wine. It's not, it's not like our present system. Where it's okay, I will, they will give you credit. There's no credit here. It is your head that will be the credit. Because what you have done has brought embarrassment to your boss. They don't sack you. They kill you. Because it was risky. But a word had gone ahead. Whatever he tells you to do. And I hear Mary saying the same thing to us. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Why is he talking like this? I know him. I know him. Well, my time is up. How did he get to know him? You will tell me because he gave birth to him. <laughs> Amen. Well, um, just pick something from chapter 2 of Luke's gospel. We'll just pick something little from there. And then we close. Faith is noble. It's not ignoble. It is not ignoble. It is noble. It is not ignoble. IG. 
it is noble, pleasant, decent. It does not fail. It's honorable. Faith. Correct. It is for the noble. And you are noble. And that's your instrument of authority. Faith will always take you beyond one level. It will always change the situation the way people think about you. They say you have ended your journey. Chill in and listen to the Holy Ghost. Whatever it tells you to do, do it. Listen to God's word. Whatever it tells you to do, do it. And you will be able to change things about you. Are you in that, that chapter 2? Now listen. Take time and read it, but let me point out a few things to you. When Christ was born, according to the narration in Luke's Gospel chapter 2, some shepherds were somewhere watching their flock by night. And they had divine visitation. Angels went there and told them about the child that had been born. Showed them where they would get the child. And they went there. Eventually they found the child. And they told Mary and the husband what the angels had told them. They were amazed. But the Bible says, and Mary kept these things in her heart, pondering. Pondering is not the issue of putting that in your heart, but you ponder. You think on what? How many times has God been a blessing to you? How many times has he healed you of sicknesses that you called a little? How many times has God delivered you from a fatal accident? How many times has God saved your business when someone wanted to con you? That you were at the verge of giving out your money to somebody. And another person just came in and said, Brother, good morning, and deliberately pushes you. As you are falling, he holds you and says, Don't believe it. When you come back from that near fall, you tell the man, Let's talk again later. Check your life and see what God has been doing in your life. Check and see what God has done in the life of people. When testimonies are given, I don't know how you relate to the testimony. How do you relate to them? Many of us are very fast to point, punch some holes. 
And some of you may be bold enough to go to the resident pastor and tell the resident pastor we should be careful of those who give testimonies here. We should be careful, sir. Because some of these things are not true. Nah. That's the reason why your own is not coming for. She kept these things in her heart, pondering, thinking. What manner of child is this? And on the day that she took, oh, okay, they took the child to, to the temple. On his eighth day, the things that happened over there, the testimonies of um, Simeon, the testimonies of Anna, this woman still kept them in their heart. And finally, when they went to Jerusalem, to the temple for the feast, and Jesus kept behind. They went looking for him after three days, they found him in the temple. Sitting with the professors of theology, professors of law, and this tiny boy was answering their questions and giving them questions they couldn't answer. And the mother kept these things in her heart. So when the occasion came, she had no doubt at all about what God what the child could do the God who saved you from destruction is it too hard for him to feed you the God who made you a woman can't he give you a husband the God who made you a man didn't he provide a woman for you? He stopped the devil from killing you. Is it mosquito bites that will kill you? What has God done for you in your life? Check. When you saw the girl who is now your wife, the challenges you have to go through in the hands of your in-laws to be, who are now your darling you kept on going they said don't come here and you kept on going the man brought gun next time I see you I will kill you you kept on going and now you come to marry the woman and after 10 years you wake up one day Having been mad in a dream, you wake up with your madness and you look at this woman and say, You talk too much. You are a witch. A man of God said, Any man that calls a wife a witch should be given an award. That he took somebody's, somebody's child who was innocent 
and how to groom the child, the woman, to become a witch. He deserves an award. Now you see, what I was saying is this. You took somebody's daughter and you, you infested her with witchcraft. And now you, you are now saying that she's a witch. If not because you are crazy. Whatever God has been able to do for you, think beyond that one and see what next he will do. So when it is time and it is coming, you will be bold enough to take it. My prayer for you this morning that the Lord will open your understanding to appreciate his simplicity and his unique love for you. Amazing love that he has for you. And know that his word is meant for your lifting. It's not meant for your destruction. May the Lord open your understanding to this truth. And may you develop fresh love for the word of God. May you walk without failing. May you walk without fainting. May you pursue your goals with expectation. Faith will guide you to where you are going. Faith will deliver it into your hand. Faith will bring you back with rejoicing. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone here has faith. I pray that your faith will grow. Nurtured by the same word of God. And you will stand bold. And show for the glory of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.